This is Weirdly Enough, your regular podcast for strange stories and amazing facts. Delivered straight to your favorite podcast directory and at weirdlyenough.com. Now, here are your hosts, Andy and Len. Our critics are, we got a bit of a mixed response in terms of comments on the old um, socials. Yeah, where somebody said they couldn't make out our accents. They basically implied we weren't speaking English, which I thought was a bit... Yes, you know, we took it too hard. I take it umbrage at it, to sound nice. Yeah. Um, he says one of these words that, you know, that he's, I, I'm going to bring back the old language, like taking umbrage. Umbrage. Um, I take a, it's like throwing down a glove. I referred to somebody as a gutter snipe. <laughs> The other day, and somebody else, he said, oh, what does that mean? A snipe of the gutter. Yeah. Uh, or uh, 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 It's a snipe of bird. It's a type of bird, isn't it? Yeah. Churchill always used to talk about gutter. He used to call um, Hitler a gutter snipe. I like the word ne'er-do-well. Yeah, so I was just going to say, ne'er-do-well, it's always a good one. <laughs> uh, a vegan pensioner from St. St. Osseth. St. Osseth? Yeah, uh, in Essex has found herself in hot water after considering a mouse infestation as pets. Margaret Manzoni, uh, seventy-three, was fined uh, one and a half grand and forced to pay council costs. Council costs were like about three grand yeah. uh, after hearing early after hearing earlier this month where she was found to have contravened a notice under the Environmental Protection Act. Manzoni considered the pets the pests as pets and regularly fed them. She co- told the court. Uh, the mice wouldn't go to neighbors' houses because she looked after them so well. So she said she was just running this little mouse enclave, but the court I'm couldn't see it yeah, that yeah. way. Um, this isn't really the season for it. This is coming up to Halloween now, but you know the way at Easter time you get those Lidl, or not not Lidl, Lint chocolate bunnies. That you know, company, is it are they Swiss or something, Lint? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Staying with court cases anyway, one of the biggest cases to be heard in Switzerland's highest court has sided with chocolatiers lint after German supermarket Lidl made replicas of their famous chocolate bunnies. Lint argued that the gold wrap Easter uh, rabbits deserve copyright protection and their, um, their, their pleas were upheld by Switzerland's commercial court. The bunnies are famous for having a red bow and bell, and Lidl's knockoff had a similar green bow with a bell. Uh, I used to take the bells off and put them on the cat yeah. collars so that they couldn't catch birds. Yeah, right. Yeah. The ruling went on to say that the chocolate should be melted down uh, to produce another product rather than being wasted. However, no mention was made on what to do with the bells. So maybe just put them on loads of cats. That reminds me, talking of old-timey phrases, well, I don't know if this is an old-timey phrase, but a phrase I've always liked is, you're about as much use as chocolate fire guard. Yeah, chocolate teapot. Australian yeah, that's the one, yeah. yeah. <laughs> a fart in a space site. Yeah. Um, <laughs> this isn't the first time uh, a copycat legal dispute over confectionery have ended up in court. We all remember the legal ramifications of all these Cuthbert cakes. Uh, I don't. I they, no they were similar to uh, Marks and Spencer's Colin the Caterpillar. Oh, why? That's that horrible, like, cake thing, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No offense, Marks and Spencer. Don't say. We it. should say that's your personal opinion. That's my personal opinion. Not the opinion of the. Uh, we, we should really have disclaimers on this show. We're, we're terribly um, unprofessional. Like, we're just too cockamamie. 
Uh, and here we're People. in Pennsylvania. In Pennsylvania, crude signs have appeared in Pennsylvania parks warning visitors of Bigfoot sightings. The signs tell visitors to observe elevated park etiquette, be cautious of your surroundings, and keep the location of any small children and, and pets within a tighter scope of awareness. They go on to warn ramblers not to approach Bigfoot. The press secretary, for, however, for the Pennsylvania Department of Conservation and Nature Resources, Wesley Robinson, told Penn Live, which is, I suppose is a bit like Belfast Live. Only, yeah. Less, maybe less it's, stories, but only fans. Perhaps, I, 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 I think it's, yeah, they're, they're, I, I don't, the live group, I think you call it, so it's like wherever you go, it's like Birmingham, Bristol, Belfast, Glasgow, Cardiff, Milton Keynes live. I think it's all from the mirror, isn't it? It could be, yeah. But yeah, they do have a thing about OnlyFans. I don't know what it's all <laughs> yeah. about. Like, um. I used to work at McDonald's live. I know, I bought a Rolls Royce because I on OnlyFans. Yeah. Good for you. Yeah. yeah. Anyway. I, I've, oft, I've often thought, you know, um, if, if things of the podcast doesn't work out, um, I might do OnlyFans as a, like a backup kind of thing. There's got to be a niche. I already everybody. do. I already yeah, do. Yeah. Um, this young fellow, anyway, told uh, Penn Live that Bigfoot is not real, going on to say that the signs uh, have been turning up in many parks and removed when seen. Uh, while most sightings of Sasquatch occur in the Pacific Northwest and California, Pencil- Pennsylvania has had its fair share of sightings over the years, with the Bigfoot Field Research Organization saying there have been 124 credible sightings in the state. These include someone... Uh, who ha- who claims to have heard them whistling near his cabin? So Bigfoot's walking around whistling. I always wings of change, perhaps. Swore, yeah, that's a great way to try that one's a chance. Do you ever whistle though? Yeah, the statement by the parks department isn't likely to quell suspicion that the creature might exist. However, Oklahoma lawmakers even proposed creating a Bigfoot hunting season with a cash prize for those who didn't kill the creature but find evidence of its existence. Interesting. One thing I've been hearing about lately, uh, and and you know the search for Loch Ness monster continues to go on, and and this is just one idea of how this uh, this new uh, technology is being used um, to to find evidence of something like a Loch Ness monster. Have you ever heard of eDNA? No. Environmental DNA. Right. Never heard of that. So if you test a water sample, it's now possible to pick out. All the different little bits of yeah. DNA that are in that. Yeah, yeah. So you might have like cells from a fish or cells from, I don't know, a person that's yeah, yeah, in yeah. the water, and you'll be able to test all these and find out all the different little little things, environmental DNA. It's just, it's just something that I suppose it could be used in crime scenes and yeah, things yeah. like that as well. It's something that's uh, coming into science at the moment. Quite interesting. Quite interesting. Um, and Elon Musk, finally. Uh, Elon Musk has brought out a perfume which he's calling Burnt Hair. It's already mm. sold 10,000 bottles to net the billionaire another million bucks in just a few hours. The website for the product says it contains the essence of repugnant desire. What does that even mean? I don't know. This isn't the first quirky product that Musk has produced. In 2020, he brought out his own brand of tequila and also a pair of short shorts to mark his victories over investors who bet against uh, what is now the world's most valuable car company. So you can squeeze into some short shorts and crack it open at a bottle of tequila. I and, like short shorts. And you can douse yourself and burn hair. <laughs> burn, burn what? 
Herb. 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 Bird Herb. 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 Yeah. yeah, I thought you said Bird Herb. 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 So, yes, I mean... Um, Sorry, we have been getting very silly in this s- podcast. S- Why not? S- some of us like... You know, some people like our accents, so... <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, so deal with it. Deal with it. Keep, keep the comments rolling in, though. <laughs> keep the comments rolling. A bit rolling. of interaction with the, the fans. We uh, should actually have, you know, the way people meet the fans. Yeah. We should say when we actually have fans, we should maybe do that. We have an audience with. <laughs> we could go to, um, you know, the Comic Con type things and, like, Aye, yeah, yeah. people pay us 10 bucks for a, yeah. an autograph and Aye. stuff. Uh, I saw a, a picture on Facebook recently. It was a guy. Yeah. Dressed up in a Star Wars uniform, yeah. sat down at a table, and the caption said, "My father was signing autographs. He was never in Star Wars." Some guy just randomly, <laughs> and people are coming up getting the autographs. You know one thing I've never understood: like cosplay. That's a weird thing that sort of is it a sexual thing? I think it is. To be honest, like I think it is, but isn't at the same time. It's like it's like furries. Have you ever come across that? Mm. There's a game I played. I'm into my games. There's a yeah. game called Horizon where yeah. you're this girl with like red hair, right? And there's piles and piles of stuff on the internet of people dressed up as her and like yeah, really yeah. elaborate costumes and stuff. Yeah, you know, and it's like there's a game called um, I think it's a game anyway. Um, something about the Borderlands or something like that. Oh yeah, kind of, yeah. You, you you know your games. You know about it, but that's like a whole thing. Right, the cosplay. This is like a whole. Whole sort of universe, you know. Anyway, thanks for listening. Don't get too scared. We'll be back um, with. Uh, oh, lo- don't you just love those personalized number plates? And you look at them and say, "What is that actually trying to say?" What does it say? I'm blind. I can't see. Shyama. I don't know. Yeah, Might even be a personalized number plate. But I just the conceit of people that that have. I have to have my number. But you say the twenty twenties is a decade of consent. Consent. Mm. You know, consent. This is the dominant. Mm. Kind of fame, everyone, you know. I have to be better than you. Yeah, silly number in the back of my car. Anyway, yes, we'll be back uh, with our special edition for Halloween. Don't get too spooked. We'll talk to you then. Thank you.